Hi friends, and welcome to another episode of the Oakham Church Podcast. We begin a new series this week, and it's the start of our Advent series. And during this time, um, Advent can be a, a bit of a confusing thing. It can mean nothing to people. It can just simply be a countdown to Christmas. It can mean that each morning when we wake up, we can open one of those little windows and eat a chocolate for breakfast. It can hold all sorts of um, meaning and weight and tradition. It can hold all kinds of baggage and and bad stuff for people in the past. But this year, we're going to do something a little bit different at Advent. This Advent story, this Christmas story is so well known amongst churches and amongst Christians. It's so well known that I think a lot of the time we've lost the plot. We've lost the wood for the trees. We've, to mix up all our metaphors here, we've got kind of lost in all the the busyness and all the technicalities and all the details. We've missed out on the main point. We've lost the plot. So many of us grew up with the story and, and somehow, somewhere along the way, all of the beauty and the mystery and the wonder of this story has got lost. All of the beauty and the mystery and the wonder of this story is for some reason missing. And if we're not careful, we can rush our way through Advent this season, forcing our way as fast as we can get to to Christmas and then realise at the end of it that it's just fell flat, that we've missed something, that we've missed what this season and what this time could teach us and can show us, that can teach us about God, who God is, and can show us about ourselves and about who we are. So with that all said as an intro, I'm going to read uh, from Matthew chapter 1, starting in verse 1. Now just as a side, there's a lot of interesting names in this reading, so please forgive me. I was told uh, by someone many years ago that as long as you say the names loud and confidently, Everyone who hears you will believe that's the exact pronunciation of that name. So that's what we're going to go for today. Matthew chapter 1, starting in verse 1. This is the genealogy of Jesus, the Messiah, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac. Isaac, the father of Jacob. Jacob, the father of Judah and his brothers. Judah, the father of Perez and Zerah whose mother was Tamar, Perez the father of Hezron, Hezron the father of Ram, Ram the father of Aminadab, Aminadab the father of Nashon, Nashon the father of Salmon, Salmon the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab, Boaz the father of Obed, whose mother was Ruth, Obed the father of Jesse, and Jesse the father of King David. David was the father of Solomon, whose mother had been Uriah's wife. Solomon, the father of Rehoboam. Rehoboam, the father of Abijah. Abijah, the father of Asa. Asa, the father of Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat, the father of Jehoram. Jehoram, the father of Uzziah. Uzziah, the father of Jotham. Jotham, the father of Ahaz. Ahaz, the father of Hezekiah. 
Hezekiah, the father of Manasseh. Manasseh, the father of Ammon. Ammon, the father of Josiah. And Josiah, the father of Jeconiah and his brothers at the time of the exile to Babylon. After the exile to Babylon, Jeconiah was the father of Shealtiel. Shealtiel was the father of Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel, the father of Abihud. Abihud, the father of Eliakim. Eliakim, the father of Azor. Azor, the father of Zadok. Zadok, the father of Achim. Achim, the father of Elihud. Elihud, the father of Elizar. Elizar, the father of Mathan. Mathan, the father of Jacob. And Jacob, the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary. And Mary was the mother of Jesus, who is called the Messiah. Thus there were 14 generations in all, from Abraham to David, 14 from David to exile to Babylon, and 14 from exile to the Messiah. There you go, we made it. I'm taking that as a win. I don't think I stumbled too badly over that. And uh, hopefully as you, if you read along, uh, you didn't spot too many mistakes as well. So, Advent. Now, as we read this very opening kind of scene, this genealogy, this list from the Gospel of Matthew, this isn't just some kind of listing out for the sake of it. This isn't just throwing these names up just kind of like an ancient phone book. And this isn't some kind of magic trick or, or divine abuse of power and control where, where God is somehow manipulating people and circumstances. No. Because what the truth that we're getting here, the big idea from this passage and from all of the Gospels really as a whole, is that God has chosen to redeem the world through people. And here we see person after person after person, just normal, regular, everyday people that have got the same issues as we do today. They've got the same cares and worries and concerns and problems as we do today because people are people. And here we see that God has chosen to redeem the world through these people. And as I said, this isn't God manipulating people. This isn't God like a, a puppeteer pulling on the strings and us just being little like robots. No. God has worked through human history to bring forward the, this redemption plan that had been put in place from beginning. From the beginning of time, this was always, always, always the plan. And now God is enacting that plan through these people. And by Matthew laying out this genealogy and laying out these lives and laying out the names of these ordinary people, we're seeing these fingerprints and these breadcrumbs of truth of what God's up to all the way through these generations, starting from Abraham, working all the way through the history to ultimately getting to that fulfillment in Jesus Christ as Messiah. You see, Jesus doesn't just abstractly get dropped into this particular time in history. No. Jesus comes from and is born into a long, long, long and complicated history of the nation of Israel. And in every way that we see these examples of people, in every way that we see that Israel fails to meet up to the, the standard, here we see Jesus coming to fulfil. In all the ways that people mess up, 
here we see Jesus taking that on and saying, I'm going to do it for you. I'm going to be it for you. So over the next four episodes and over the next four Sundays, if you come to church, this Advent, we're going to look at four names from this list from Matthew. You might have remembered a couple of years back, well, it was 2019, we did something similar where we picked four separate names and we looked at Mary and Joseph and Zechariah and Herod. And we're going to do a similar thing this year now as well, where we're going to take Ruth and David and Manasseh and Abram or Abraham, which is where we start our story today. So with that in mind, we better find out a little bit about Abram. So in Genesis chapter 12, it starts like this. The Lord had said to Abram, go from your country, your people and your father's household to the land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation and I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. So Abram went as the Lord had told him. Just like I said how throughout this list of names and throughout these characters, we're seeing God's fingerprint on this nation and God's breadcrumbs and clues being dropped again and again and again into what this ultimate story is going to be, into what this ultimate plan that God has for human history is going to look like and how this is going to be redeemed through these chosen people and how ultimately Jesus is going to be the fulfilment of all of the promises and of all of the kind of um, possibilities that all these characters might have had. For all the promise and all of the possibility and all of that excitement that we could have had around these characters like David, could he be the king? Could he be the one who's come to save us? Solomon, could in his wisdom and in his riches, could he be the one to steer this place to where it needs to go? And over and over again, we see fail, fail fail because they are human in all those ways the breadcrumbs and those clues are being dropped as God saying look this is what I wanted them to do and they didn't do it this is what I wanted them to do and they didn't do it this is what needed to be done and they couldn't do it and now here he is my son he is Jesus look he's doing it all he's fulfilling it all and this story in Genesis 12 is one of those stories. It's the, a foreshadowing of Jesus' story himself. Just listen, you could word it this way, taken exactly from Abraham's story, Abram's story, sorry. Listen how this works for Jesus. The Lord God said to Jesus, go from eternity, go from Trinity, and go from your Father in heaven to the earth that I will show you. I will give you the nations. I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all the people of earth will be blessed through you. So the Son of God, Jesus Christ, the Messiah, Emmanuel, went just as the Lord God told him. You see, it's all hints. 
It's all these kind of breadcrumbs. It's all these clues as to what God's up to. If only we would have eyes to see and ears to hear and hearts to receive at this Advent time. This story of Abraham is just giving us the ultimate story of Jesus to go, to depart, to leave. The journey of of Abram, of Ur, on this kind of micro level, on this zoomed in version, is this macro level, this zoomed out level journey that that Jesus of Nazareth ultimately has to make. So I just want to leave you with that, really. Just want to leave you with that, that teaser and invite you and encourage you to dig into Abram's story a little bit more over this coming week and look out for more of those breadcrumbs. I challenge you, I dare you to, to find some more hints and some more, some more breadcrumbs being dropped by God throughout this story of Abram's life where we see ultimately what the plan was, where we see ultimately what God is up to. And at this Advent season, may you not rush past it. May you not be so busy and so hurried and hustled around from one place to the next. May you not be so stressed out by all the things you've got to do and all the things you've got to buy. May you not be distracted by all the twinkly lights and the tinsel and the wrapping paper and the the Christmas adverts. May you really be able to sink down and grab hold of this story that God is telling to all of us, that God is whispering to all of us in the silence of Advent this year. Grace and peace. Thank you.